What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blue Kool-Aid Drinkers! Welcome back to another week. Well, again, we're going to the skeleton crew. I mean, you wouldn't know it if you looked at us because we don't look anything like skeletons, trust <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> but uh, today it's uh, we have Bob. Hello! And myself, UJ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Small crowd. Connor is traveling the world at this moment and he's in Paris, France. Uh, uh, Rudd Dog got held up tonight. Uh, he can't make it. And Big Z had some exciting news uh, the last couple of days. They had a new addition to their family, Little Z. So we want to congratulate him there, him and his lovely bride. Yes. And uh, you can uh, talk to him later on the Kids uh, Blue Kool-Aid, the Baby Kool-Aid Drinkers podcast that'll be starting next week. Um, the kids can't even talk yet or anything, but uh, it's a lot of cooing and crying and is, is it, you might not like yeah. it but anyway <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, the, anyway. the kids can only know the lions as winners though you know the- that's right hey you know bob i, I was thinking about that too uh I, i'm thinking about okay little z comes into the world here the lions are just on an incredible upward surge here now now we have followed the lions all our lives right and yeah they've been basically horrible almost <laughs> yeah. always uh, you know, a couple of years here and there, they they gave us some hope, and uh, but generally yeah. speaking, we've suffered and suffered long and hard. Now imagine these kids coming up now, and what if the Lions become really good consistently? They're going to grow up with a team that was just like always good, and like I don't think they'll ever appreciate, you know, what we went through, you know, the, no. the suffering and the. I don't know. Would that make them a different kind of fan than we are, you know, for (laughs) everything we've been through with this team or I don't know. Yeah. It just got Uh, me thinking. We had to pave the way for them, you know, for the new fans. We had to to do do the hard miles for them and then they get the benefits. (laughs) 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 Oh man. I'll tell you though. But you know, God bless them. I hope, I hope they remember how hard we were, you know, we fanned, I, I guess. I don't know. At the word but uh 
hopefully they appreciate it. You know, those that went I before. So. But uh, yes. All right, Bob. Uh, let's get started. What do you say? All right, uh, let's do it. Big Z gave us a few things to talk about, so let's let's just start there. Uh, I think. Well, no, I don't think anything. Let me ask you a question here. Okay. Do you think the Lions have any uh, moves left to be made in free agency now? After everything they've done, with all the signings they've had, you think they got any moves left in them before the draft? I think they might. I mean, I don't know for sure, but uh, apparently, well, you were talking about something earlier. Um, Let's do it. Talk it. Uh, Simmons. Jeffrey, out of, uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Yes. Defensive of, uh, tackle. The Titans. Because that's a position I think they want to address, whether they do it in free agency. I think they might kick tires on him and see what what the what it would cost and uh yeah otherwise they'll probably draft somebody in there well by all accounts think? he's a top five tackle in the nfl and uh that being said he's going to demand a lot of money uh i think he's in the last year of his contract which is i forget how much it was but uh in a pretty good size but it's it's not really about the one year it's really about they'll want to be extended if we we traded for him so yeah. the nearest comparison I can think of is uh, Javon Hargrave recently signed a contract uh, with the uh, 49ers. I believe it was for $84 million with uh, $40 million guaranteed. So we'd be looking at something like that probably because this guy is upper echelon defensive tackle. So yeah, I don't know. You think Brad and those guys have that kind of move in them? I mean – I mean, because he's young, that that makes me think that it might be possible. You know, because he's pretty young still. Because it's, I don't think they're they're not doing what the Quinn Trisha did, where they pick up an old veteran and uh, and bring him in. Right. They're they're going with guys to build for the future, and I think they want to sign somebody. So, I don't know. What do you think? I I they they've cleared up cap space, so they have flexibility. But I also know they want to save that money, you know, because they have to sign the rookies and well, sure. You know, yeah. We're going to have to extend people going ahead. They don't like well, to spend as of last the... week. They had 15 million or so left on there in cap space. And, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the cap is that mystical thing, you know, that <laughs> right. <laughs> Who knows how it really works? I don't know, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think if we sign someone like that, Oh my God. For one thing, he's he's a he would solve our D line problems because that that is probably one of our biggest areas of need an interior defensive tackle, and uh, our line would yeah. be just unbelievable. And then, boy, the options it would open up in the draft for us too would be incredible. Yeah, fact, can you imagine? Oh, go ahead. No, go no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, can you imagine if they because. I would think they would have, would have drafted that position, you know, anyway. And if they decide to fill it through free agency, I'm saying, can you imagine him? Because he's already an established veteran. It's not that guy you're taking a chance on in the draft. You know he'd be good. And then our secondary improved. Uh, this could be the defense. Oh, would yeah. Be much better. Oh, yeah. It would really open things up in the draft, too. In fact, I, I could see if we signed a guy like this, I could see him going for a guy like uh, Skaronsky. You know, offensive lineman out of Northwestern. I mean, you know, we can start, you know, adding to our line for the future too. You know, because you know, who knows what's yeah. going to happen next year, contracts and such. Uh, yeah, that could be a hell of a signing, man. 
Because you were saying to me off air that you thought it would take at least our first round pick this year, the 18 pick, to get this done. Yeah, well, what I've been reading, uh, you know, they're going to want some compensation, obviously. And it's going to take at least one first rounder. And I don't know if that would be one this year or I would imagine they'd give them up one this year, uh, I would think. Uh, But yeah, Yeah. they're going to have to give up at at least one first rounder, I would think. It would be so, nice to get him and keep our two and <laughs> give it up next year. But well, yeah, I know. That would be, oh, my God, <laughs> that would be ideal. But uh, anyway, that was interesting uh, to think about. Uh, also, and, and you know, Big Z, by the way, thinks that we are going to have one more big move left in us. And it could be that move. That's one he was thinking about. And he was also talking about DeAndre Hopkins. Now, personally, on this one, I'm no, thank you. Uh He's still a pretty good receiver, but like you said, Bob, uh, keeping with the youth movement, and I want to stay fairly young and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like like I like the Simmons for 18. Sounds better than me where uh, Z wanted to give up uh, that for Jalen Ramsey. I, I think it makes more sense. Uh, the Simmons move would make more sense than the Ramsey one would have. Yeah, it, it does seem that way, yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> The big question is, uh, what are we going to do to replace Chark? And do we need to replace Chark? Is that something we have to do? Well, I think we we do. I mean, I think we need another speedster to stretch the field a little bit. I know we have uh, Jamison Williams now, and hopefully they're working together with Goff and getting that thing down. But uh, I don't know. I think your receiver, you always need an extra guy, I think whether they do it through the draft or they get somebody, you know, late cut or something, they'll bring somebody in, I think. You think Quint- Quintez Cephas fills that void at all? <laughs> yeah. I, I know Rudd does. <laughs> I, I know Rudd does uh, pulling for that. What What is Cephas's status? Is he still on the team? What oh, yeah, he? he's still on the team. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously he was injured last was. year. Again, he's been snake bit with the injury bug, but uh, – yeah. You know, assuming he's healthy, it seems when he's healthy, he's very productive, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. That's his problem. So, anyway, uh, uh, could Jay inform you this is the last year of the rookie deal for Cephas? So, it's kind of it's going to be a big year for him. Uh, yeah. See what I, he I don't can... think they'll be extending him. Uh, I, I don't see it. I don't know. You got, you might. You guys are more Cephas. Uh, yeah. See the upside yeah. more. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, there's there's a lot of potential free agents out there um, besides Hopkins, uh, Portland Sutton from the Broncos, uh, Rashad Bateman from the Ravens, Allen Robinson from the Rams. He's had a couple rough years. Might be able to get him on the cheap. I don't know. Um, Michael Pittman. Yeah, from the like Colts. a year ago, the idea of Allen Robinson would have been amazing. And then I don't know what happened in L.A. Though I mean, I thought because Stafford yeah. really wanted him out there too, and it just didn't work out. He never right. And up throwing them I'll, I'll tell you one that stuff. intrigues me though. How about Marvin Jones, baby? Uh yeah. I mean what's, it, it, what's his uh I think he could be a free agent if I'm now? not mistaken. Uh I was reading up on it and he said I don't know how productive he was last year. He was very productive. Seventy six catches, nine touchdowns, nine hundred and eighty oh. yards, I believe. So he he had a really good year. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him back in a Lions uniform again. That'd yeah, I like that nice. idea. Sure. Yeah. 
So those are just some some options and things like that. But uh, I I don't know the the whole chart void. I do kind of agree. It would nicely have another burner out there, a guy with speed. Um, but I don't think it's the most urgent of needs at the moment. And who knows? No. Maybe we'll take a flyer on a guy in the draft somewhere. You know. Yeah, I saw some people are suggesting we should get that guy from TCU at eighteen. Um, yeah, I, so I don't have it in front of me. Um, but I could see them drafting receiver. I don't know if they'd put it in the first round though. I, I don't. I hope it doesn't seem like that Brad Holmes kind of thing, unless it was like somebody exceptional, which they did with uh, Jamison Williams. I don't see him right. getting another first round receiver pick. Yeah, Quentin, oh, Johnson, Quentin Johnson was the yeah yes yeah so. yes. Thank you, Kid J. I've seen that. Get Jay on the ball. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that name mentioned, too, to, to us. But uh, I, I just don't think that's a big need for us, really. I mean, you know, maybe Holmes with his prowess can find us another gem in the later rounds, like with uh, Amon Ra. But uh, who knows? I, I could. I just like to see us do more kind of in-the-trenches stuff, you know. Uh, Did you see that uh, the interview with uh, Brad Holmes? He was talking about the moves they made so far this year. And how they were, he was fully intending on getting James, um, Jamal Williams back. And they had like good talks about it, but then it just fell apart, you know. And then, uh, so then they immediately pivoted. They had Montgomery available, so they just did that. But, uh, he seemed pretty, he was surprised it didn't work out, but he was happy with the result. And, uh, and, um, the guy they got from, uh, the Eagles, uh, Gardner Johnson, they didn't expect yeah. to get him because they were looking for safety. But then he was like still hanging out in free agency. They're like, I'm gonna give him a call, see what you know. Because I know Aaron Glenn, <laughs> Aaron Glenn worked with him before in the past, and he knew right. him. And uh, and he's a flexible guy because Tracy Walker's coming back, but he can also play nickel or safety, so they can move him around. So he he offers them uh, flexibility. So I think that right. was a great pickup there. So I love hearing those stories. I- it kind of makes me feel good that we were trying to get Jamal back. I mean, we made the effort. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my I know he ins- it was. <laughs> it was more on he him. He insulted than not, the Lions not- a little bit, but uh, Holmes just praised him. You know what you expect. I mean, you're not gonna yeah badmouth a guy. You know he he did great with us, and they took a chance on him, and it worked out for us and him. I think. Yeah, but uh, it's too bad they couldn't keep it going. But I'm excited about Montgomery. So. I am too. I I mean, I honestly think Montgomery's a better back all around. Yeah, I, he's a three down back. He's a he, he's way more uh, explosive, I think, than Jamal. Uh, I think overall we got a, a, a better running back. So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss Jamal. His personality was infectious, and you know, yeah, it, it was just so much fun. I mean, the end of that Green Bay game was classic Jamal at the <laughs> end. <laughs> oh yeah, he was he was definitely fun. Fun to have oh on the my team. God. <laughs> and I mean, hard knocks. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, I love he's always telling those stupid jokes to to bugs. Oh, like, yeah. like and hard knocks, and bugs yeah. just look with that dumb face, like what? <laughs> <laughs> that was that's yeah. classic television right there. But yeah, uh, he's funny. Anyway, uh, so uh, one of the uh, topics uh, here is. Uh, the Lions' chances to win the division this year. It's been a hot topic around the league and around the around the press, and uh, it's kind of 
I mean, it's it's just we're in like uncharted territory now with with all this love for the Lions going on out there. It's, it's pretty crazy. But when the Vegas people, when the odds people start putting us in there, you got to start thinking um, this could be serious, man. So I don't know, Bob. Well, what do yeah. you think? I think so. I think the way you know we finished last year and. We've had two great drafts in a row, and I don't see a reason why we won't have another good one. Uh, just the way Holmes is, handles his business, I think that we'd have to be the favorite. And uh, despite many people wanting to get rid of golf for mysterious reasons, for you know, to, to get uh, yeah, um, the Ravens quarterback, but it, which doesn't make any sense because golf had a better year than him last year, and he's just playing better football right now. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, I, th- I think we have one of the top quarterbacks in the NFC right now on our team. So agree. I think I think uh, I think we're poised to take that division, especially with the other teams falling back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Bears are in a full rebuild. I I kind of don't like what they're doing. If I was the Bears, the way they're rebuilding, because they're paying a few big contracts out. I know they can afford it, but like. I like the way the Lions built their this team back up, uh, just through the draft and through, you know, like uh, targeting like one year free agents, prove it contracts and things like that. I just think we're doing it in a much smarter way than the Bears. So, so yeah. that gives me hope down the road that uh, you know we're we're going to come out better over the next few years than the Bears are. Uh, so I mean they they're obviously going to be trending upward. They get a lot of money in draft picks, so. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, That's a couple. Years, you listen to some years of those now. fans, and they think you know they're ready to take the division right now, but I, I don't think so. Oh, I know. There's no way. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. They, I mean, they might. Be, I, they'll probably get better, obviously, because they were, you know, the worst team in the league last year. So, uh, but I, I don't. I think the Lions are the the team to beat uh, for the next year, and hopefully, many going yeah. forward. I agree. I agree. Uh, the Packers are going to be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no Brett, uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, well, not officially yet, but uh, it's looking that way anyway. Which kind of bums me out to be personal, personal about this. I, I want us to, I want us to bury Rodgers and his legacy. I don't want him to just leave the division before we come to dominate it. You know, I want to dominate over him. You know, I want to crush him personally. You know, <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is the way I feel about it. But I, uh, I, I'd be fine. If, I'd rather you stay in the division because it would cost the Packers a lot of money, and they wouldn't get draft capital back in return, and they'd be saddled with a big contract and have a fading quarterback. I mean, I know he still thinks he could be MVP or whatever, but uh, I, I just think the Lions have his number now. I think it's. I know. It's just. I hate that up. when you see you see the press and they go, oh. Good news for the Lions. Aaron Rodgers probably not going to be in the division next year. No, it's not good news to me. No, that's not no, good news. <laughs> I don't want to backdoor in. I want to. I want to go in, stomp on Rodgers, and win this division handily. You know, over everybody, all comers. You know, like I think that's the attitude that Campbell's putting this this team. In fact, I think that's going to be the biggest thing of this taking this division. Uh, this year is Campbell's way he's got these guys believing you know i mean he, he found this level of belief in them to buy in that they now believe in themselves but there's there's another level above that now okay you can't just it's going to take something extra now to get in the playoffs and go deep uh so he's got to put that in them too he's got to get them believing that and uh i think 
he absolutely can do that. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, the division the, the is there for the taking. I think it is. And I mean, think about the Lions. It's like, I mean, you're talking about the Packers with Rodgers. For a few years, you know, back there, they were like, we couldn't beat them or whatever, or even with Favre or whatever. But uh, right now, I don't think there's any team that the Lions couldn't beat. I'm not I'm not saying the Chiefs aren't better than us or whatever, but I could see us beating them. I could see us beating any team, you know, like if, if we play our game and keep building the way we've been building. There's no Absolutely. team we would fear, like, like, oh, there's no way we can get past them, you know. So. No. I, I think we're going to be the team feared. I, yeah. I, I mean, I really do. The, we're so young and so talented and so like, we don't know we're supposed to suck. I mean, we all we, these guys are just totally believing in themselves. And I, and now with addition, this influx of talent we've got now through free agency and then on the upcoming draft, I'm sure we'll get some good players. I mean, wow. I, I, I just don't see why we can't be the team to beat in the NFL in the NFC for sure. Yeah, definitely got to be in the top top consideration there. I, I like mean, the way uh, Holmes is doing it though. Like you're saying, not just spending on the big name, you know, like and bringing in a Pro Bowl or whatever, you know, like right for a huge contract or whatever. Like the the guy they signed in San Francisco, um, what's his name? Uh, shit, sorry, uh, <laughs> Mosley. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the quarterback, he was. He's coming off an ACL tear, and uh, Holmes is like, if he didn't have that tear, we probably wouldn't have been able to sign him because he wouldn't be able to afford him. So he's taking some chances on some guys, which right the the thing was before, oh, he'll never draft an injured player, but obviously now he's drafting all kinds of injured people that are, are getting in free agency. <laughs> I mean, he's taking chances on not huge chances. You're not putting a big contract for an injured guy, but uh, right, he's taking these flyers on some talented players, and uh, I think it's working out pretty well. Oh yeah, I think he's so smart. Uh, I mean, if we're going to carry this uh, prediction thing further, I, I see Dan Campbell being coach of the year. I see Holmes being G- GM of the year. I mean, I, I could see all kinds of accolades. You know, if they just keep doing what they're doing. Um, uh, Justin Rogers recently did a thing on Chris Spielman that I thought was interesting. Um, oh yeah, I read all that. his his work in the background of what's going on with his team, which. We've spoke about that in previous pods of how uh, we think his influence is just really great on this team. And uh, it's all behind the scenes. So we don't know exactly what he does, but uh, it's good to see him get recognized too. Cause I, I think he has a lot to do with this current rebuild that's going on. So, Hey, can uh, I jump off the topic he was... here? On, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm just curious. Cause I, I missed the last podcast and you guys did your mock, but um, I really like, the idea of Jalen Carter. What are you like? Do you think he won't be a good NFL player, or he's just too risky? Or what, what's your take on him? Because he's he's talented. Somebody used a Sean Rogers comparison as a negative. To me, that's a positive. I love Sean Rogers, and oh, I know so Sean Rogers wasn't a every down player, but he could be a game wrecker. You know, he could make difference. You know, in a game. Well, if you so, remember that I, one year, Bob, uh, and I don't remember the year, but. He literally carried the Lions through half a season. A, a nose tackle carried our defense oh, yeah. <laughs> for half a season. Yeah, and it was just, it was unbelievable. He was a, just a just a terror. Um, to your question though, uh, I guess it all depends on what Campbell and Holmes think about his, you know, being that football guy, that that, that guy who 
you know? Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, I, obviously the talent wise, absolutely. I'd love to have that kid, you know, but I think a lot of the recent problems are due to the, the car accident he was involved with and, uh, his, you know, uh, legal issues and all that, but coming in overweight at the, I'm not even gonna hold that against him really, to be honest with you, with everything he was going through that, it's not even a big deal. I think if they felt confident that he'd come in and work his ass off and be one of the guys, then uh, I'd have yeah. no problem with them picking him. I think he's definitely worth talking to. You know those guys, and and I know um, Campbell had said before, what they do in their pajamas doesn't matter to him. It's game film, and if you're just looking at game film, the guy's awesome. You know, so oh, we'll yeah. see. I mean, I'm I trust yeah. Holmes whatever he does, but. Uh, I definitely think they should consider him if he's there at six. I think that'd be nice. Oh, he you, a, you have to. Are before they were thinking of him number one overall, and I know now he's sliding, you know, in drafts all different places. But uh, that would yeah. suck if the Bears got him after they traded out of that, and then they ended up with him still. But but if they did get I him, know. hopefully he's a bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, no. Yeah. I I'm with you. The guy's super talented. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We, we kind of covered what we, we needed to do today. Uh, is there anything else recently that you've been thinking about or, or wondering what the lions are, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. So I didn't, I couldn't think up the list of, uh, things. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just excited to get the season rolling. Uh, I think we're entering, <laughs> we're starting to enter right now that, that phase before the draft, it's like a month of just nothingness, a void. This yeah. is a really, really tough time, you know. We can speculate <laughs> on, you know, oh, if this happens, if this happens. But, uh, I mean, even the mock drafts are just getting old, man. I mean, just like. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, let's I bring know. it on, man. Come on. <laughs> so I know. So, I can't wait for the draft, uh, man. Me neither. So he's yeah. It always gets a little long. The initial mock drafts, I'm always they're kind of fun, you know. I'm like, oh, who's gonna fall to us, you know? And then after pre agency, the mock draft. But then now it's like, yeah, like you said, they're just like there's nothing new really. Uh, yeah, I've done sweet. several of those mock drafts. If you go on that, uh, I think it's Pro Football Focus. I think mm -hmm. mock draft. They have a simulator. It, it's really yeah. awesome. It, it's fun to do. Like you said, you do it enough times, and then you're just uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like even we, some of these, the beat writers, they, they get, oh man, they just get tired of these mock drafts. It's, it's yeah. just endless speculation, you know? <laughs> and then so, but that's, what, those, that's what we do though. That's what we do. So, I'm on some of those fan pages, like on Facebook and stuff. And people keep posting yeah. their mock drafts. So like, I don't care about your mock draft, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's probably not going to be anything <laughs> like we're speculating, you know, whatever you're thinking, it's probably not going to go that way. So, yeah, but one thing I would say about what Holmes and has done so far, he's kind of taken care of a lot of stuff already. Like, we're yeah. I don't think we have a huge need. It's not like oh, we know we're gonna have to draft such and such. You know, I think I think those first two picks. I mean, I don't want to draft and stash a quarterback, but we could. Uh, you know, yeah. we could definitely do that if we we could uh, take a chance on a guy like Carter because. You know, we have other guys, you know, we're not like relying on the one guy and I don't know, just, okay. I think there's a lot of flexibility with, with what we have and what, what we, we could draft the best player available, I guess. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, let me, okay. Let's just, then let's speculate for a moment here. Uh, quarterback, uh, Richardson. What if we picked him? I, I'm not a fan of that pick, but, uh, but like I said, okay. I trust Holmes and obviously he's shooting up boards. So, you know, people think he's got the potential to be great. What do you think on that? I know you, you're uh, interested in drafting a quarterback. I know. I don't know. If I am high, though. not necessarily high, but I think we need to develop somebody of ours that we draft and, you know, like the Niners did and they, they found Purdy at the last pick of the draft and it came in and just delivered, you know, I mean, we need someone we can develop on our own, you know, that can learn our system coming out of college, you know, someone with potential to fill in. I mean, if, if golf is the God forbid, get hurt, uh, you know, God, the people we've had in the last few years to fill in have been horrible. I mean, we need something decent back there something with potential you know high end potential you know not so, Sudfeld. i don't <laughs> i don't think so i really don't yeah but uh obviously yeah, they signed I, they signed him again but i do but if if um if goff plays the way he did last year and if they continue and they win the division and everything um and win a playoff game i think you gotta extend him right i think uh I'm not against that either. He, you know, what Goff does so well is he distributes to the to the, the stars. You know what I mean? Like he, he puts the ball in their hands and he does it so well. All the Amon Raz and and I can't wait to see what he's going to do with Jameson Williams this year. That's going to be really fun. Uh, oh yeah, but that's uh, I mean, he, that's the he one. He gets the weakness. ball in the guy. <laughs> it's that deep ball, right? I know he's thrown a deep ball. But he doesn't have that cannon, you know, like, uh, you know, I think it's going to be more a timing thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. He can't throw it 65 yards, but he throws it 55 or he can, he can still throw it pretty far. Yeah. I think it's going to be come down to the timing with, uh, Jameson because the kid's so fast, you know, he can release it quicker maybe and get the ball down there, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I still think he has a decent arm. It's not like it's a, you know, wet noodle out there. He's he can throw. It oh yeah, <laughs> and he and he's so. you know, and I think he's grown in confidence. I mean, he had confidence early. Obviously, he was the number one draft pick and whatever. But uh, I think his confidence was a little shot when he left the Rams, and uh, yeah. he's playing a little little scared for a while there. And but now he's protecting the ball. He's not doing stupid turnovers. His fumbles were were uh, reduced. Right. And uh, you know, if he could take care of the ball and like say distribute it to the playmakers. You know, I think we'll be fine with him. But yeah, we totally we, agree with you. we probably do need uh, somebody to develop behind him. I think he's underappreciated for his leadership qualities too. Personally, I think I think he's a pretty good leader on that team. Uh, Goff. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I'll go out there on the limb and say this because now I'm going to come to something you just brought up recently. But I'm going to say uh, Goff is a better leader on that team than Stafford was. Ooh. Okay, I'm making that claim because uh, I know we've talked about this in the past too, but uh, I do think Stafford was more uh, like one of the soldiers out there instead of the general. I think Goss more the general than he needs to be on that field than Stafford was. Stafford had the obviously edge and talent with his arm, still one of the greatest arms I've ever seen throw a football. But uh, uh, I don't know. I like Goff's leadership huh. qualities. Well, I hope you're right. I mean, I don't. <laughs> 
I don't necessarily agree with that because I think Stafford is a great I know leader, you don't. I, I wish uh, <laughs> I wish uh I wish Stafford was drafted by Holmes, you know, and had him building the team around him because he got oh, man, yeah, really bad GMs. Because unfortunately for Stafford, I mean, he is so talented, you're thinking, oh well, he'll bail us out, you know, let's have him throw the ball, you know. But you can only do so much of that. You can't rely on that every game, which as we found out, you know. I mean, I he pulled us out of a lot of games, but when that's all you're focusing on, you know, you end up taking a beating yeah. there. But uh, it is sad <laughs> for for the fans because we all love Stafford. I mean, he's, he's the basically the only thing we had to root for for ten years or something. But uh, it's it's too bad he couldn't see it through, and uh, it's too bad he didn't stay maybe one more regime. You know, I I, I get why he maybe wanted to leave because yeah, you know another regime change after the patricia regime good lord i, I who could face another one like that you know he, he didn't know what it was going to be he didn't know how campbell was going to be or home right right but to so. your point with uh goff though i think he's been amazing with the lions i think his leadership uh not only you know talking to people just show it by what he does because like when he came into lions he got kind of screwed over by the rams you know they he was in the Super Bowl with them. He did a terrible Super Bowl, obviously. And, uh, you know, but it, McVeigh kind of put everything on him as the, the blame, yeah. you know, like, and uh, so that could have, you know, pissed somebody off. I'm sure he was pissed. And, uh, but when he came to Detroit, yeah. he, when he took the contract, you know, when he, when he was here, when they, the trade, uh, he never bitched about the Lions, you know, or being on the, the no. bad team or anything or, he just kept his head down and he was very positive about the receivers he had, which were pretty bad the first year, but he was, yeah, he was positive about the team. And obviously Holmes liked him and he, he probably knew that about him, you know, that how he'd respond. And, uh, and I think he's responded well. I mean, it, he couldn't ask much more for the guy. And no. once, once the team got a little better and with working with Ben Johnson, he got his confidence back, I think, and he's playing at a yeah. super high level right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, there's so many factors. You know, <laughs> you just you just mentioned like five, <laughs> yeah. like the things that, I mean, Ben Johnson and the receivers and the draft picks that came out, and that offensive line, and I mean, you could go. Just, there's so many things though. It's all culminated now, and and you're right. He kept his cool the whole time and never got down. And uh, I think yeah. that's a big thing. So, I know they yeah, told man. him, you know, help will be coming. You know, and they. And it they delivered on that. The Lions did. They got him weapons, and uh, he kept his head down. Because he he faltered a little bit there, right? He was scrambling around and sure. making some bad decisions, you know. And uh, well, remember you're yelling. We were yelling at it. Oh my God! He ran, tried to run out of the pocket again, and get only to get sacked. You know, <laughs> yeah. He he wasn't stepping up in the in the pocket. Remember that? Yeah, and yeah. Somewhere he found the confidence. He just started stepping up work in the pocket and uh you know delivering timely pass it's just it was remarkable i mean the change it's and, uh, yeah it's been impressive to watch and you know if they ever do win the whole thing you know man he's gonna be <laughs> he'll own this town you know uh, detroit oh my god i i, I can't even imagine if the lions <laughs> win the super bowl the town's gonna be nuts it's gonna be greatest thing ever man it's gonna be so yeah. great so it's anyway, not, not, not out of the realm of possibility now anymore, you know, before it used to be like a pipe dream, but, uh, I know we haven't even been to the playoffs in a few years, but we all feel it. 
if we're on the verge. You know, I, a lot of these reporters, and I at least know their pods and, and different reporters on different sites, you know, but, and they're all talking, hey, 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 get, you know, quit getting too, you know, you're, you're getting a little drinking too much Kool-Aid right now. Okay. You know, like we haven't even won a playoff game yet. And this and that. Well, I'm sorry. I have eyes. I can see what's going on with this team. I saw that last half of yet last season, the talent influx and free agency. Why can't we win the whole thing? Damn yeah. it. Why can't right. we? I don't care. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm just going to keep drinking it. And, uh, this team has got me more hopeful than it's ever been in my whole life of following the Lions. So, uh, damn, I just can't wait for this year. It's going to be great. I'm with you. I mean, I mean, you know, we, we've been drinking the Kool-Aid the longest on this podcast. You know, we're the, the elder states yes. or whatever, but, uh, and, <laughs> and, you know, people always give me a hard time because every year I have hope for the Lions, you know, whatever, even if they've been bad the year before, like I'll, I'll find a reason to have hope. I know, but yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm fooling myself anymore. I think it's, uh, it's I love it. everybody sees it. You know, they, they're a much better team and they're, they have good management now and things are clicking in the right direction. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. Damn it. Damn it. I'm so excited. So, uh, all right. All right, brother. Uh, I say we, uh, put an end to this this uh pod for the night uh it was right. fun chatting with you one-on-one uh we didn't have the rest of the crew with us but uh we'll see you next week maybe hopefully we'll have them all together but yeah. uh and when's yeah, the so, draft uh, that's uh april 20 okay so um, i'm sh- i don't know what our schedule is but i'm sure in the next couple weeks we'll do our final mock april 27th ah uh, yes uh, yes april 27th we'll have yeah we'll be five. doing a f- We'll be doing a final mock before the actual draft and uh, we'll be much more detailed about that and uh, get into players even deeper into the draft too, people that can help us. So uh, stay tuned for that and uh, just, you know, keep following us. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid and uh, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Uh, leave a comment, uh, you know, tell us how much you hate us, how much you love us, how much you love the Lions because we just love the Lions. And, uh, so uh, we also like to thank Sideline Re- Sideline Report for hosting our podcast. It's really nice. Uh, and thanks to all our listeners who, who tune in. We love you guys. And uh, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't love it. I mean, we're not supporting our families doing this. We're not paying our bills. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> we no. do it just because we love it. So uh, and also a special shout out, as always, to Kid J, our great producer. He is the KJ. best in the biz. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. It's hard hey, with two people right. to do that. Oh, we can do it. We did it though. Yeah. So yeah, thanks to Kid J. He does an awesome job behind the scenes. So uh um what else? Anything else he I does. need to remember here? I don't know. So, Kid J's uh, uh, movie pick of the week is John Wick four or whatever. So go see that. Ooh, John Wick four. <laughs> I, I have not four. seen it. Have you seen it yet? Yeah. No, no, but I hear it's really good. So. Yeah, I do. I, I think I might have to get out and see that one. Connor and uh, Kid J both give it the stamp of approval. So. I did uh, go to an actual theater for the first time uh, in a long time this weekend. We saw Cocaine Bear. <laughs> oh, I, I saw that last week. It was fun. Oh, my it's, God. It's stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> exactly. That's I don't know how else you can describe it. It was. Yeah. It was 
it was good for what it was. It was a, it was, yeah. it was pretty yeah. cool. So, uh, a little fun. So, uh, all right, uh, fans, uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, I think I didn't forget anybody. Thank you listeners again. Uh, and as always, go, uh, go, but, go. I was supposed to say, last but not least, as always, yeah. drop the yeah. ball. Sorry, big That's dude. all right. Next time I'll get it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go, Go. Lions. Oh, we did it. We did it. All right. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.